Hey, David. <laughs> What's up? Don't you hate having so much variety you can't find your favorite holiday films? Uh, well, it's it's not so much that you can't find them. It's just that you can't decide which one to watch at the, at that time. Sorry, sorry. Your your favorite Christmas films. Christmas. Now, I'm saying that with emphasis solely because I got into a discussion with somebody the other day about movies that are considered Christmas movies, but they consider them holiday movies. And have actually made the argument, because Bruce Willis said Die Hard wasn't a Christmas film, that, uh, you know what, if movies happen around the holidays, they're not always Christmas movies. But my initial rant stands. How many places can you watch the freaking Grinch? Right. And then some places you look and you're like, oh, damn, it's not free anymore. And then you like flip through Amazon, then Netflix, then Disney, then your cable provider just to find a damn movie. It's crazy. I mean, I can't even think of the last time I watched The Grinch. Well, then you're missing out because it's a great movie. You know what? All, you know, what's going to be a great uh, a not movie. What's that? <laughs> this episode of the Seed on Screen podcast. And here we are, you know, a few weeks closer to Christmas, one week from the scene on screen TWB Christmas trivia um, in support of the Community Angel Fund. And I'm excited as all hell. You know, I can't believe we're already here. It's that magical time of year where it's like people can't judge you anymore for watching these movies and it's just a great overall time. It's like, and I'm excited. Why, why do people like? Why are people so judgy if you watch a Christmas movie or a holiday movie in a non-November December time zone? Right, like people can watch horror movies all the time. You could watch Halloween at any time of year, and nobody bats an eye. But you watch How the Grinch Stole Christmas in July, and people are like, "Why are you watching that?" I mean, okay, <laughs> I get it. It's funny too because when when it when it comes to these kind of films, there's just like there's like this weird stigma, and it's like it's cool to like things, guys. It's fine. You are allowed to enjoy things that other people don't. Mm-hmm. I know. I like David and I were making top fifteen lists for tonight, and we were going to battle it out to see whose whose movie was the number one, and we determined like while I was making this list that some movies that I like, even my other half doesn't like as much. We're going through lists and she's saying movies. I'm like, I've never even seen that. Like, I've never seen the Polar Express. Really? Ever. Yeah. And I know it's a trending sound on TikTok. I know. It is. If you go on, if I, I don't know if it gets all the way up to you, but the CN train that is doing like all across Canada. Yeah, it was here. The holiday yeah, train. The holiday. It was here. Uh, it was here on Saturday, it, last Saturday. Oh, oh! I thought you were going to say it was like it was here on a Saturday in August when it started <laughs> snowing. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, actually, <laughs> got him. 
<laughs> no, uh, it, the holiday train did show up uh, on Saturday. It was. Did you go on it? Well, no, you can't go on it. There's a there's one area where you can sit because I saw a video of them doing the Polar Express dance. Maybe that was like the people involved with the the train. There was a lot of children. There's a lot of children involved in the train. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, so they like. I guess that was like where in the Toronto area. Uh, I'm not sure where I saw it. I think uh, Whitby or something that I saw okay. the video from. Huh, interesting. So here, not Aurelia. They get nothing after that tree. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. You guys are done. So, <laughs> the, the 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 stick after not even the stick <laughs> uh, after the uh, the trunk the tree trunk. Um, no. So it's funny because uh, I I didn't even remember that it was happening, and I was picking up uh, she who shall not be named from a, uh, a an event that she was at, and uh, I was like, oh, what do you want to do this afternoon? She's like, oh, the, the holiday trains comes by today. And I'm like, oh, really? What time? And she's like, 345. I'm like, that's in like five minutes. <laughs> but And it's already dark at 345. Actually, there. no, it's not. It's dark at 430. Uh, so it was there from <laughs> <It's> <laughs> dusk. 345 to quarter after four. So it was there for, it was there for that little? Yeah, it, it's not there for a long time. Did the band come out of the yeah, side yeah, of the yeah, train? Yeah, yeah, So they stuff? had everything, right? And it's funny because uh, it stopped on, like, we don't even really have a rail station. So <laughs> it stopped along some, like, <laughs> the side of the, the road. tracks. Like, and they opened up the gate to where, like, the, uh, I don't even know what it's called. We don't, <laughs> where, like, the tracks, like, where they load and unload cars. And there's, like, I guess it's kind of like a rail station, but. It's not for the general public. So anyways, they open up the gates and the trains park there and uh, you can walk all along. You can walk right up to it and all that stuff. And it was, it was pretty cool. And then one of the uh, further back uh, train cars, the wall or the side kind of opens down like a platform. And that's where the band is. And they had like the guy from Sloan and the tea party. They had made like a band or something like that. <laughs> okay rob Tom. oh my god i did sloan no that was matchbox 20 rob yeah, I know. but uh it, it sounds like it's a fun time i just i want to know how you get on the train sloan you know the band sloan right yeah yeah that... could i tell you a song they sing right now not even no nobody knows chris murphy is like the lead nope. singer of her sloan or something like that yeah. Anyways, I don't even know a song. They they're Canadian. That's why no one knows them. Um, <laughs> so yeah, then they they played a bunch of songs. I think the city, the town's mayor came out and talked into a microphone that nobody could hear him talk about. Uh, um, and then they and then they played a bunch of songs. And then they're like, okay, everyone get fifteen feet back. And then the train left. <laughs> and as they rolled out. The sound started booming from the caboose. Join us on 97.2 The Lake. <laughs> 9.5 The Lake for the latest and greatest in holiday cheer. <laughs> so I, I want to tell you a, a super, super quick story before we get into all the specials that we're doing. Right, hold on. I'll um, post some pictures on our Instagram for all the people that uh, didn't believe me. <laughs> that's yeah. fair. That's fair. 
Um, so I went to a Christmas party on the weekend. It was a lot of fun. Actually, sorry, it was not a Christmas party. It was a non-denominational <laughs> holiday gathering. I was just going to say it was a non-denominational holiday gathering. It is. It's one of my favorite events of the year. My friend hosts it every year. Um, much love to you and your fiance. Thank you so much for having me again and again and again and again. Anyways, they do this little tradition called find the Chewbacca Santa or Chewy Santa. And they're like little pictures of Chewbacca with Christmas hats all over the apartment or their condo. Right. And um, I was smart and I go to two of my friends. I'm like, hey, you guys want to play together? We can share the prizes. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're just like scouting around the, the condo, finding them. And there were some really cool ones hidden. There was like an R2-D2 on like some Atari um, cassettes. Um, I, there was a ch- two different Chewies on two different Millennium Falcons, which I thought was really nice. I was like, these are great. And then you got extra points if you knew the friends. And me, being an avid Star Wars watcher, I was like, that's C-3PO. That's BB-8. Oh, that's Yoda. Right? getting them mm-hmm. right over here right over there and then i see something out of the corner of my eye that makes me remember that there are new star wars movies oh. a, a porg i was like you know what that adorable little son of a bitch i'm writing your name down and i was the only person who knew that in the room or like out of the people who were like had a chance of winning yeah um and i just laughed at it so hard because the other person just wrote uh chewy's friend (laughs) a flappy (laughs) guinea pig (laughs) when i saw it i walked up to the host and i was like hey uh i know you said this is non-denominational but like why are we including the new star wars movie yeah (laughs) it it was a lot of fun it was great i just wanted to tell that quick story thank you guys it's always been a blast um today we are talking about christmas specials and our favorite movies we're starting off with some of the specials that we like to watch um, just because we kind of like a little bit of chaos and we want to keep you guys at the edge of your seats. I also want to let you all know that if we're talking about these movies, there's a likeliness that things that are coming out of my mouth for my list might be on trivia. So you might want to stick around and hear what some of Sean's favorite Christmas movies are. They may not be yours, but they may be trivia questions. You just want people that you just want people to skip through my my talking part. Using that 10 second skip option on uh, Spotify. <laughs> Free. <laughs> but with that, with that being said, Christmas specials, they're the best. And like, I just had this conversation with my other half because um, we're talking about the movies and she goes, she goes, Oh, what about frosty or frosty returns? I'm like Christmas special. She's like, what about Rudolph? I'm like Christmas special. Oh, She's like, oh, wait, it, Rudolph? Yeah. Rudolph the Red Nose Ranger. That is that's a special. That is a that's not a movie. on feature length film, man. It's 50 minutes. That is an hour with and commercials. a half. No shot. <laughs> that claymation <laughs> one is not an hour and a half. No it is not. Okay. You you know what? You you <laughs> No way. No way. No way. Okay. As as you're looking at I up, can't even type. I'm I'm just so enraged right now. Okay, hold on. The 1964 classic, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's the one we're talking about, right? Uh, yeah. It's it's runtime run is an hour, guaranteed. Okay, hold on. I, where's the... No. It's listed as a TV movie because it originally... Yeah, so that it, means it's a special. Well, no, it didn't come out on in That's theaters. Uh, it's runtime is... 
There's 55 minutes. 47 minutes? Boom, no, baby! Where do you get 55 minutes? I swear, the internet. I swear to God, this movie is like way longer than it was. I thought it was like an hour and yeah. 20. See, now we have webcam proof of all this shit going <laughs> down. Yeah. All all I know is like I, I consider things that I watched on TV or I watched on the six hour VHS with a bunch of other specials specials right now. Like I, I also can consider things like the 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 Jessica Simpson <laughs> Nicholas A. Christmas special as something different or a very merry Christmas as a Christmas special. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special Hawkeye one off Christmas series. Not really a special, but like, you know what yeah. I mean? So when it comes down to Christmas specials, like things that you know you want to watch that are always on TV, what do you think of? I think of those movies. I think of like Frosty and Frosty Returns and like just watching them in segments and all of the other reindeer. These are all like they're specials. They're movies. They're like TV movies. I disagree with Rudolph Redo's reindeer. That's stop animation. All right. It's it's an hour long. It's fifty five minutes. You can't even stretch this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a movie. Anyway, so <laughs> things like uh, yeah, like Frosty, Frosty the Snowman, and Frosty Returns. Even though Frosty Returns wasn't as good because it was more again. Well, I mean, I guess Frosty Returns is much more topical now. You remember that one because it was all against like big corporate <laughs> corporate greed, anti consumerism. Yeah um what else i mean like all those stop animation ones year without a santa claus christmas in july you know i the little drummer boy i never really liked that one but uh why because it was so old or like the original grinch like these are mm-hmm. to me anyways they may maybe this is going to show my age now i'm gonna i'm gonna say a piece of technology that some of our listeners don't even know we had vhs copies of like this um the flintstone save christmas and the um a jet or there was a, a, a flintstones christmas carol the jetson save christmas and there was an additional the flintstone save christmas um there was a casper christmas yeah i never watched any of that scooby-doo's christmas the grinch the grinch was on the same tape and i'm like i'm pretty sure my parents still have it with a working dual vhs dvd player mm-hmm. but they had a, a home recording don't 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 get mad abc sorry it happened they had a recording that was rudolph the red-nosed reindeer frosty the snowman in the grinch and it still has all the original commercials from when we were kids that tape is my life well i love that tape we have we have one of those as well because you know i get there were tv specials for the most part, except for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, <laughs> exempt. I, I'll take that one to the grave. Um, and yeah, like my mom would record them. And we would always have, what was it? I guess your your parents recorded the commercials, right? My mom would always like stop the VHS from recording right at the commercial. So you would get like three seconds of a commercial and then stop and then it would you know and then she'd like, start recording again when it started mm-mm, mm-mm. um no 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 come on and this is where i thought me and your mom were friends <laughs> and now i'm like you know what 
I'm going to call her out on this next time I see her. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. You'll have a hidden feud from between my mother and she who shall not be named. <laughs> no, that feud's over. I already found that out. We're good. Um, no, so, well, the thing is, like, they, she wanted to cram as many of these shows onto one tape. And tapes were only six hours at the Yeah, time. so, like, there's a bunch of stuff that... And on that tape, though, she had, like... The, the Thanksgiving, like the Halloween stuff beforehand, right? So it was all like, it was just our, the... Did you have a hard stop rule? You had to stop the tape? Well, we didn't have to, we didn't have, to, well, once the Christmas, once Rudolph started, then we knew that, uh, oh, we got to wait a bit, but I'm pretty sure they still have oh. that around somewhere. And I'll tell you, like, I know it's not the same using like an LCD panel TV, but the grainy line and that like warp that you'd get on your CRT when you like fired up a tape and you knew it was a Christmas movie. Oh my gosh. The best, just the best. I have a 24 inch or 20, maybe it's a 27 inch, uh, CRT old tube TV in my basement, uh, that I, I, I got from my work when they were getting rid of them. Um, because I was going to use it as like a retro gaming station because, you know, some of those old systems look better on those. Uh, and uh, I think what I'm going to do is uh, get a, I don't know, a poor quality version of of some of these movies and, and watch it on that. Maybe that's going to be my Christmas Eve. I'm going to watch some of these movies and we'll do it old school style. Do it. Why not? That'll be great. It'll be fun. So, uh, I mean, like Sean just mentioned uh, a bunch of different like TV specials. One that I watch on a regular basis, um, because it, it's not really meant for everyone, right? But it's uh, something that is dear to my heart. It is the "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" Christmas special. Very good. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's just so. It's so funny. They kind of uh, remake or they, they try and do a, a Christmas Carol with uh, Danny Beto's character, Frank, um, because he was like a, uh, a business mongrel and they were, or the kids wanted to prove to him that like nobody likes him and stuff like that. So there's the best scene in that, or one of the best scenes is where he, uh, they, they're at like a Christmas party and they're trying to be like, oh, that Frank Reynolds, like, isn't he such an asshole? And <laughs> he's like stuck. He's sewed himself into the couch and then he like slides, comes out like butt naked. Uh, it's just, it's so gross, but it's so funny because it's Danny DeVito. Um, and then, yeah, there's the part where uh, Charlie uh, attacks and bites the nose off of uh, Santa Claus because... <laughs> <laughs> his mom's like a prostitute or something like that. And at Christmas time, all the guys come over, uh, dress up as Santa, give Charlie a present and then go and, uh, bang his mom. <laughs> it's a great, <laughs> nothing says Christmas. Like it's a banging Charlie's it's a mom. Great Christmas special, but that's typically what I, what I, uh, will go to in regards to like TV shows, stuff like that. I mean, like if I'm going to watch those, like other ones, like frosty and, and uh how the Grinch Stole Christmas. Those are like uh you you watch them in sequence, right? Like you can't just watch one and be like, yeah, I'm done with it. No, it's like I'm watching these like four different things back to back. Right. That's fair. I mean, now that Disney Plus has home improvement, I'm excited this year to watch all the Christmas episodes of that show. 
some of the episodes where Tim like goes wild for the lights and stuff is mm-hmm. really, really fun. And I like enjoy them. There's obviously your office episodes, your Simpsons episodes, your friends episodes that are out there. But um, like I've taken a special interest to the Guardians one from last year where they kidnapped Kevin. Yeah, Bacon. that was that, one's a that was fun. pretty good. I think that one was that one felt like an actual well, because it was right around Christmas, obviously, and it was designed to be like a Christmas thing. But I think they a lot of shows and stuff like that will have like Christmas episodes or things will happen around Christmas time. But it doesn't really feel like it because everything kind of wants to be like it's, it's it's like holiday. You know what I mean? Like we got a non-denominational holiday season, right? Yeah. Well, they, they start the episode with a Christmas song. Yeah. Right. So that one felt like uh, it, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'll probably end up watching it again just for the hell of it. You know, one, I've already watched one of the last uh, good Guardians things that came out from one of the last few things that came out good from marvel i was gonna say because guardians 3 is phenomenal no i just mean like in general from marvel right yes i hear you i hear you i understand um what about is, is there any other like made for tv movies that you remember specifically that are just like oh i have to watch that one that one's really good like i know there's that whole trope and I love watching it on TikTok. People making up the plots of Hallmark movies. Like you could pitch a holiday like movie right now. It's like uh, the son of a baker comes back after working a big corporate job, but he has to come back to save his bakery. But his ex-girlfriend or no, his crush from high school runs the rival cookie company that is going to take them out. And then they fall back in love. And it turns out that he was already married and he has to divorce his ex girl or his wife to be with the cookie lady. And it's just like, they're the, it's, it's literally cookie cutter. Movies. But turns out like, that there was a bun in the oven this whole time. <laughs> and he's got to find <laughs> That's actually what a twist. You know what? Actually, uh, like, what I, can't I, see, uh, I think there was, I, I don't know. It was one of these Hallmark things. Uh, and literally it was like the, uh, the, christmas princes or the royal prince's baby or something like that (laughs) oh that's the netflix series the christmas no no no, it's not the christmas prince but like it was something like the royal the royal prince christmas baby or something like that and it was like the typical bullshit but (laughs) did did you ever watch merry happy whatever uh no it was one season and it should have got a second one it's like dennis quaid um, Ashley Tisdale, Adam Rose. This show is so funny. It is. It's. It was well done from the beginning, middle, and end. It was, I think, eight episodes. It was a very, like, Netflix dropped the ball by not bringing it back. It was a very well done mm. Christmas show. It was good. Merry Christmas. What's but it called? Merry Happy Whatever. Merry Happy Whatever. I'll have to check it out. It, it's a, it's it's definitely a good one. That's for sure. So, Making note David right now making a making a note right now do you before we get into movies is there any other like special or something that you just you have to watch every year that's not a movie i feel like you're you're trying to get me to say something in particular but <laughs> but uh i i'm not no i uh, like i know what you're thinking possibly no um I, are you talking about the star wars Christmas special because like a documentary is coming out next week. There is one coming out for it. Yeah. Disney's finally uh, acknowledging its existence. Um, Fun fact. I have never watched that in its entirety. 
I always end up starting something else. It's it's not good. It is hard. <laughs> it is a very difficult uh a very difficult movie to watch. I'm thinking though that this year might be the year. I might just have to I just might, you know, Discord watch party? Mm. <laughs> With anybody who wants to watch it? I mean, that might be the year. I'm uh so it's, I have It's on YouTube, so we could just stream ourselves watching we, it. i know i we i have a copy of it on dvd <laughs> my uh sister-in-law got me a uh, like obviously a bootleg dvd but with like a cover printed and everything like that um it's honestly so bad if you haven't seen the star wars holiday special and i'm not talking about the lego star wars holiday special i'm talking about like the uh this came out after the 1977 star wars like a new like yeah, episode four yeah. right so Oh, it's bad. It is so bad. But I i mean, I don't think there's much dialogue in the first like half hour, 45 minutes of the movie. It's just Wookiees no, it's, growling. Wookiees and R2-D2. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing that we watch or we try and watch every year is the Disney pre-Christmas and the Disney Day Parade. Those are two things that like are specials that I, my, my family's always done. So we've always continued to watch it. I don't think I've and, ever like, seen as those. you grow up it gets kind of like lamer, but at the same time, it's kind of what it's kind of in, like incredible to watch just the whimsicalness. Right? Yeah, that's true. Now I'm waiting for the Jar Jar Binks Christmas special. That's where, <laughs> that's where everything's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Misa Usa Christmas. Oh, Misa Santa. Usa being very bad. Usa getting the coal. <laughs> <laughs> there, you, there you go. Uh, that and sometimes like when they air the jingle ball, it's pretty fun. I've, I don't know if I've ever told you this. I've been to a taping live of the Jingle Ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you mean it's the live taping of the Jingle Ball? I don't even know where the Jingle yeah, Ball is. Is this a sexual thing? No. So um, in Canada, Virgin hosts it and iHeartRadio hosts it in – or it's iHeartRadio in both. But Virgin was like the big sponsor in Canada and it's iHeart in the United States. And it's like the taping that I went to was like seven hours. So like you arrived, you get some dinner and we had like, we were on the floor and we were in the lounge. So there was always food and drinks available to us. Like free food um, and drinks? Well, I won a contest through my former employer. Um, but if, if I remember the lineup correctly, it was like Fifth Harmony, um, Fergie, Post Malone, Jesse Reyes, um, Cardi B, I think was there. And then the final two acts were Kelly Clarkson and the Backstreet Boys. And they were an hour and a half set each. It hmm. was one of the craziest concerts I've ever been to. And there was confetti. There was big balls flying out of the sky. Everything. It was cool. Interesting. Now, David and I are here to talk about our favorite Christmas movies. Now, you may judge us if you want. You can tell us we're wrong. We want to hear it. But we also want to tell you why we like these movies. Okay? So, David, do you want to go first at number 15, or do you want me to go well, first? Well, okay, hold on. Like, I only You don't only, have to do a long snippet on each. I know you said you had some honorables, but we might as well just start at 15. I mean, I don't... We didn't carry it. I don't really have 15. I have 10 with a few honorable mentions. I have... You have ten plus five. That's fifteen. <laughs> yeah, but but it, it ruin it. It messes up my my order of operations. That doesn't matter to me. So pick your worst one, and that's fifteen. <laughs> well, it's not my worst one. Fine, I have t- a top ten with five honorable mentions. 
Okay, perfect. So number 10 on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you do your honorable mentions first then? And then we'll do 10 through one. Okay. Well, honorable mentions for me, movies that are, I would say, a staple of the holiday season, the Christmas season, but not necessarily something that uh, I'm going to like. Th- these are Friday night movies when I got nothing else to go on or, you know, something in the background. Uh, so I have the 19... 19- 88 classic Ernest Saves Christmas. That's a good movie. It, it's it's, very it's good so movie. good. He, uh, he meets Santa and the Ernest movies are so good. I have the 1996 classic jingle all the way. I mean, it's a great movie. It's got some great one liners, you know, put the cookie down now. <laughs> uh, I'm very excited for this list when it comes out. Cause I think we'll post both lists when, when we're all said yeah. and done, but Okay, Ernest Saves Christmas and Jingle All the Way. What and else then is in I have uh, the 2000 edition of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey one. Wow, that didn't even make your top 10. It did not. Wow, I can't my, wait to hear my, your list. My top 10 is is going to be a little bit different. It's got some stuff that is probably not as popular, You maybe not as expected, but... Uh, I can't wait for the debate. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. So my, my, my honorable mentions start off with... Uh, Santa's Forgotten Brother, Fred Claus, the Vince Vaughn movie. Oh, yeah. Very, very fun movie. Uh, I know my other half doesn't like it, so I don't get to watch it nearly as much unless you're not home. Number 14, when I was really into stoner films, I really, really, really loved a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. Oh, yeah. Classic. If you just like that kind of comedy. Uh, 13, or sorry, another honorable mention, I guess, <laughs> is Home Alone 2. It's not Home Alone 1. I get that. I would say Home Alone 2 uh, is more Christmassy than Home Alone 1. Interesting. I can't wait for that debate. All right. So <laughs> next up, we have Office Christmas Party. It's just a Christmas party movie. You know what? I haven't seen that movie. Really? And I think every year we talk about Christmas movies, you mention it. And uh, I say, I should watch okay, I'm going to make a note of that. <laughs> it's um, Jason Bateman and Olivia Munn um tj miller or jt J, tj miller and kate mckinnon not to be mistaken with tj Maxx and, and jennifer aniston uh and then finally i talk about this movie every christmas season we've done three christmas seasons as a podcast this should not be a surprise to you but just friends is my november 1st opening the holiday season movie mm. um it sits in number 11 now david would you like the honors of going first and explaining your number 10 or shall I? Yeah, I, I'll go first because I know that you disagree with me. Uh, <laughs> my number 10. Is Rudolph the Red Nose? Christmas movie that needs to be watched every year in its entirety. No commercial breaks. It's Rudolph the Red Nose right here. <laughs> <laughs> the 1964 stop animation classic that I swear to God always seems longer than it actually is. Yeah, because there's commercials. Yeah, well. Holy shit. That's awesome. And, I love Rudolph. And you know what? This movie has made it, there's influence to so many other Christmas movies and stuff like that. Uh, pretty much like a big, a big section of it is recreated in elf. Right. Like, and they actually, they actually took the style uh, from this and created and, and use that to like do the style of like the elves and stuff like that in elf. So, uh, yeah, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, it's a no-brainer. 
Bye, buddy. <laughs> I hope you find your dad. I uh, we had it on in our store the other day, and I could not help but laugh at the fact that there were some people in the store. I'm like, hey, look, it's Dale and Brennan's mom. <laughs> Because she plays the same mom to Will Ferrell in Step Brothers. Yeah. And that's funny to me. Except we weren't but, talking about Elf. We were talking about Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I, oh, what the hell? Oh, it's because I went into Elf. Yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Holy. Yeah, because you went there. Um, my number 10. David left off his list because he is a naughty, naughty boy. And he didn't put the cookie down. I'm talking about that 1996 classic jingle all the way. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, Phil Hartman, and Lita, uh, Rita Wilson. And, and Anakin, Anakin Skywalker. Skywalker. <laughs> Toby Maguire. Before he, was, <laughs> before he was completely bullied out of acting. Yeah, right. This movie has everything. This movie has a antagonist that just wants to make good for his kid for Christmas. It has a forgetful father. It has Anakin Skywalker, which is automatically a plus. But more importantly, it has one-liners that to this day are still funny. Mm-hmm. And they're like not even cheesy ones. Like the, I quote some of the dumbest stuff from it too. Like, don't forget, you're my number one customer. Or put the cookie down, which almost every single person says at least once at Christmas. It's turbo time, right? Mm-hmm. It, and like nobody liked you, Booster. It's a good, nobody. It's a good movie, but it's like, like I said, it's one of those movies that... Yeah, you got to watch it during this, the 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 current season that we're in, but I mean, it's not going to be a movie that I'm going to pick to watch with a cup of warm eggnog <laughs> and uh, popcorn. Why is it <laughs> because warm, it's warm yeah, eggnog? Warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Number nine. My number nine. Maybe you've seen this. Maybe you haven't. It was the 2019, uh, I believe, direct to Netflix. Maybe it was in theaters, a few stuff. But the 19 or 2019 uh, film uh, Claws, K-L-A-U-S. No, I did not. You've never. That's the animated one, right? You've never seen this? Honestly, okay. Don't sleep on this one. If you want a... uh, a charming take on Santa Claus and not in the typical, like, Oh, he's this magic man that, uh, that lives in the North pole and has magic and delivers toys everywhere. It's, it's not exactly that it takes place, uh, or like, so it follows a, um, a postman who is actually like one of the worst postmen (laughs) there is. And he is stationed in this like Northern, uh, small Northern town. And he finds this kind of secluded woodsman who makes toys. And he slowly like, uh, you know, stuff happens and he slowly like convinces this guy or he follows him and he starts delivering toys to the children and, and whatnot. Honestly, uh, I went in not thinking or not expecting much, but this movie turned out to be a like a regular staple in our rotation since it's since its uh, release um, four years ago. You actually reminded me too. It's like I didn't think about the Netflix ones because there's like Love Hard, which was actually a pretty funny movie, Holiday, which was 
pretty funny. There's like a lot of movies out there that are just I just forgot mm-hmm. about that are Netflix specials. Yeah, well, this I, is I a was mo- just trying to the movie. <laughs> I was trying to uh, true. I was trying to rework my list to include another movie, but I'll throw a quick honorable mention out there in Noel. The Anna Kendrick, Bill Hader. You movie, know what I thought about was... putting that on there? I watched it because it was obviously it was one of the first movies that came out uh, or Disney Plus originals, right? It, that yeah. came out when Disney Plus uh, launched. Uh, and it was pretty solid film. Um, but I wouldn't say it's I would I would say it's an honorable honorable mention. I feel like it, it, it didn't make my top 10, but um, it's a different take on the classic like. It's the daughter of Santa Claus. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like yeah. it's different. Uh, my number nine is a staple in my household. Um, whether I'm here or at my parents, the 1954 white Christmas oh, classic movie, Bing Crosby, Danny Kay, Rosemary Clooney. Nothing beats. Um, hearing white Christmas and seeing the gate open in the snow and the sleigh with the horses. It's just, a magical movie it it makes you feel things that old time old timey holy shit um but like the way they used to record that kind of sound and how that chorus just echoed mm-hmm. it makes you feel things that only taylor swift can apparently unlock now it's uh it's a magical movie it's a magical moment every single time you watch that movie and it it truly never gets old it is a timeless classic. White Christmas. I guess. I'm not a fan. <laughs> wow. These lists are all over. It's funny. Uh, okay, so my number eight. Uh, you, I mean, uh, Sean's ignored the Netflix movies, but uh, this is another one for me. The Christmas Chronicles. Did you see it? I have. I didn't watch the second one. You know what? The second one's I, not like, bad. Uh, but you know what? I I was pleasantly surprised with this one uh, with Kurt Russell. Actually, he was a pretty solid Santa Claus, kind of like a different take. He's like not so much the, you know, hoppy, happy, jolly Santa Claus. Like he's got he's got some attitude, right? Like he's he's a guy that's got a job to do. Uh, it follows two siblings, two kids, uh, Kate and Teddy. And pretty much all they want to do is catch uh, Santa Claus on video. Um, and it turns into a, uh, a pretty, pretty big, crazy adventure. I mean, like it's, it's kind of up there with the Santa Claus in terms of like, for me, like movies that portray a Santa Claus with, uh, in shenanigans. Uh, but I feel like it was a pretty uh, solid, um, Christmas movie. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd agree. It was, it's more of an honorable one for me. I just, it's not something that I have to watch every year. Um, next on my list of things I have to watch every year. Um, sorry to my my good, good friend, Megan. I'm so sorry. Let me set the scene. It's Christmas Eve, 1988. Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> Die hard. Yeah, but you said yourself that uh, Bruce Willis says that. Bruce not, Willis said it. I don't a give a cr- shit what Bruce Willis said. All right. It is. No. Christmas can't happen until Hans Gruber falls off Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> Those are the rules. Those are the rules. Those are the rules. 
Santa um, Claus is just like waiting outside everyone's house. He's like, he knows that they're watching the movie. He's like, okay, and there's the splat, <laughs> and now I can enter the house. <laughs> all, all I also know about this is as we go through the list, David and I have yet to hit a repeat. We're at five movies in now, or six movies in now. No repeats. So there's got to be stuff coming up on the list that we know. Although David's claiming his list a little bit more obscure than usual. So we'll see how she goes with number seven. I mean, like my my list gets a little bit more uh, regular mainstream, mainstream as yeah. we go through. But uh, this is a double feature for me because I think it it really depends on how you're feeling at the time. And uh, this is what I think we're going to have a little debate. But I have the uh, Home Alone and Home Alone 2. See, I have Home Alone much higher on my list. Much higher. It is a top five film, and I will leave it in there for now. But I agree that no Christmas is complete without Home Alone 1 or 2, or my Lego house for that matter. With that being said, though, I prefer 1 over 2. See, and that's the thing. I prefer 2 over 1. I feel like Home Alone, the first one, it's, it's a fun movie. It's like the kid's is stuck in his house and trying to fight off the burglars. But Home Alone 2, I feel like, has stronger Christmas message. Right? The, More hijinks. Uh, well, not even... not even If we're not... Not comparing the hijinks, because I think there's uh, an equal amount of hijinks, maybe some more in the second one. But he goes to the toy store. He learns about, you know, the, the spirit of Christmas, giving, and the turtle, the turtle doves. doves. Uh, the bird, the dove lady, all that stuff. He, I, I think he makes a much bigger connection to people and a uh, bigger, stronger connection to the spirit of Christmas uh, in the second one than the first one. The first one is just a kid stuck at home trying to defend himself. The second one he learns and I think he grows as a person and, and grows as a Christmas celebrating person. <laughs> That's fair. And even like at the end of the movie where he like goes and sees the dove lady. Yeah. You're right. It, they're both great. Fun fact though, for anyone that's been living under a rock, uh uh what's his name? Who's who's the kid? Ma- Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. Uh, got his uh Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Uh and there's a bunch of photos that uh if you look online, there's a bunch of photos that were taken of him and I forget her name. Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara. Uh, they took photos of them like together hugging each other and all that stuff. And some have posted pictures uh, or screenshots from like the Home Alone movies, and they're it's, like exactly the same. So it's, yeah, it's, pretty, it's funny. pretty funny. All right, my number seven uh, is from last year, from Apple TV. Oh, okay, I'm a big fan of the Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds Spirited, which is an uh, I would say a newer take on an older story. It's just another version of the Dickens story. Um, it's the Scrooge. Dickens from uh, a different angle. Yeah, for sure. Like it, it is a Christmas Carol, just in a very different light. Yeah. And uh, it's a musical. And sometimes musicals just kind of get you going. And we have a lot, of, like we have this soundtrack as part of our, our, like our Christmas playlist. We love the music. We think it's great. We didn't think Ryan Reynolds was going to do that. We knew Will Ferrell could sing. Mm. So it's just, it's a really fun movie. If you haven't watched it, check it out. 
it's great. Now, I actually... It gives you that Christmas morning feeling. This is going to be our first uh, double up then, I think, because I have this movie, but this is my five. And I had it at seven. Right? So, so this movie, I think it's great, but it's like my dad, like right in the middle. Uh, yeah. It could be... It's one of those movies, like, take it or leave it, right? Like, um, I... But it has to be in the rotation now. It is. And it's only a year like, old. It's, it's in the rotation, but it's one of those movies that it's like... <laughs> The difficult thing about this one is that it's enjoyable enough to keep your attention, but because it's a musical, you can have it on while doing some other stuff. Hell, if you're like baking Christmas cookies and stuff like that, and just enjoy the music. We could not Lego to this movie. No, we watched the movie. Yeah, Yeah, it just like we were just like we got to turn this off. Yeah. So, wow. All right, so we have Home Alone on two different lists, uh, one high, one low, and we have Spirited Beat on David's list, one high, one low. Uh, My number six is The Polar Express. Never seen it. Never seen it. This movie, let me tell you, this movie, uh, it was a technological marvel when it came out. It, (laughs) It was a full 3D movie, but done in complete motion capture. Um. Some people didn't like it because it's kind of like in that uncanny valley area where like they look real, like the characters look real. Like, oh, like that joke from Chippendale. Yeah. yeah and, and yet they, you know, that they're fake and whatnot. But um, this movie is always, uh, I've, I've always felt that it was it's just like it's a good movie. Um, that movie's still ahead of video games. That's crazy. <laughs> what? Uh, just like that animation style is still ahead oh, in, like versus video I games. I know, it's crazy. So, uh, but it is my number six, right? So I have this just below Spirited because it's like, it's one of those movies that I do enjoy watching it. But if I watch it, I, I have to be in the right mood for like kind of like a slow burn Christmas movie. With one upbeat song. Hot Chocolate. Is that the one where it's like, all aboard, please, your tickets. Uh, there's two. There's that one, and yeah. then there's one about hot chocolate. That's the one that's on the friggin' CN train, bro. Is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I got okay. that video. Anyways. <laughs> so my six was also a technological marvel. Just so we're all clear, I can say things too. But mine made a skinny guy fat repeatedly. I'm talking about the Santa Claus. Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. <laughs> that a technological marvel? I mean, the they special effects were actually... <laughs> I can make a skinny guy fat. Just give me some time. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, this movie was pretty good. Like, I think some of the special effects was, was really good, especially for 1994, but yeah. Just shake that snow globe, baby. Yeah. This, this movie, to me, is like one that has to be played in the week leading up to Christmas. I won't watch it before that. Really? It's just, it's like, I'm trying to get into the magic and the spirit, you know? Like, it's. Hold on. So you're saying now you only try and get into the magic and spirit of Christmas a week before Christmas? We started November 1st this year. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, we've watched a bunch of ridiculous (laughs) stuff. All I'm telling you is, like, this one is kind of like the Christmas is almost here movie. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, like, we haven't watched season two of the show yet. We're kind of waiting to just watch the whole thing at once. Because last year. Yeah we felt like the way the show went on, you could have watched multiple episodes at a time. Um, but I love the Santa Claus way more than I love Santa Claus two. I find like that plot is very rushed. They get a little, and the Santa Claus three is crazy. just, 
uh, guys, I'm sorry to say this. It's not, it's a dishonorable mention. I love Tim Allen. I've loved, well, like I grew up on home improvement, jungle, the jungle, the Santa Claus, that kind of stuff. I grew up on those movies. And to me, I just, this, there's like him and Martin short should work. And it doesn't, like, it doesn't get me excited, that movie. It gets me like, oh, here's Jack Frost being a prick. Like, you know? Well, Jack Frost is a prick. Yeah, a prick of ice. <laughs> That's fair. This one is my number four on my list, the Santa Claus. Oh, uh, see, we're all over the place now. So, for me, this is the movie that we put on when I'm decorating the Christmas tree. Needs to be watched, right? Yeah. So, this is the movie that... so. For me, you know, we'll slowly get into the Christmas season. I'll put Christmas lights up kind of probably like depending on the weather forecast. But uh, I mean, like this year, Christmas lights were up on the house the first weekend of November. But that's because August. I didn't want to put them up in the <laughs> in five feet of snow. But they didn't start. They didn't turn on until after uh, after Remembrance Day. But when we put the Christmas tree up. Uh, so usually get the Christmas tree, like say it's on, like it goes up on a Wednesday, right? Say I, I get it. And then we'll decorate it the Friday or the Saturday. And when we start decorating the tree, we put a movie on and it's always the Santa Claus. That is the start of Christmas, the Christmas season inside the house. And how old were you when you realized there was elves throughout the whole movie? Like there's elves in the Denny's. There's elves everywhere. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. David was today years old when he learned something. Today years old. I mean like children or do they actually have pointy ears? They have pointy ears. So like when they were in the Denny's, right? They, um, they show off like, like there's an elf walking out of the screen. There's one in Charlie's class. They're everywhere. Um, also, I know I haven't watched the series. I think you're watching it right now. They bring back Julie as a guest appearance, right? The, the, was that her name? Judy. Julie Ju- was the waitress. Judy. Judy. Yeah. Judy. Yeah. Um, she's in an episode of the Santa Clauses. Really? Like season yeah. two? Yeah. It's a cameo. She's not actually her. Oh, she's an adult now. Well, Judy was an That'd adult. Be impossible. Or, oh, no, she was a child. Oh, you mean Judy, the elf, not the waitress. Yeah. Judy the Elf. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Number five for me. Or Yeah, we're on. Oh, we just did the Santa Claus. Number five for you. Sorry. Five for me was Spirited. Oh, right. So five for me is Elf. Ah. Five, elf and the Santa Claus went back and forth when I was making the list. Because it's like, I love both movies. Mm-hmm. And Will Ferrell is one of my favorite actors of all time. And I think that's what honestly gave me the little bit of an edge for him. I just, I can't go a Christmas without watching elf two or three times easily. It's just, it's great. So why is it your number? Why is it your number five then? Because there's four movies better. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, You know what? Elf was my number three. Oh shit. So two, I'm not going to know on yours, I don't think, because my two is a stretch. But number one, I'm assuming we have the same movie unless Die Hard. Die Hard hasn't made, made your list. Yeah, I can tell you right okay. now. I can tell you right now. Die Hard's not on my list. What What was your four? Did you already announce your four? That was the, the Santa, Santa Claus, Claus right? Yeah. 
Okay, so my number four was the Jim Carrey version of The Grinch. Okay, see, that was my honorable mention. See, to to argue this one onto anybody's list shouldn't be a question. Although, I've always wondered what happens in Whoville for the rest of the year. Because every time they bring it up, they're like, oh, we waited all year. But they're on a snowflake. Okay, so you remember how last year you got mad at me because I had a shower thought and you thought I was like super baked in the shower because I was talking about how you prepare for Christmas all that time. And it's only you've only um, I think the argument was you've had one less Christmas than you've had years on Earth. And it just kept perpetually going and going and going. Anyways, here's my my stone shower thought of the year (laughs) coming from the Grinch. How long do you think a snowflake takes to hit the ground? I already can't take myself oh, seriously. Yeah. How long do you think it takes a snowflake to hit the ground from the cloud? Um, well, <laughs> there's so many. No, no. Answer the question. There's answer so the question. Many variables. Okay. So what would you say? Like, we'll say a half hour, maybe from the cloud all the way down as it floats to the earth. Right. I mean, I would say maybe in, in perfect, in perfect weather conditions, and a low cloud ceiling. Cindy Lou, who was eight years old, how long was that fucking snowfall flake falling? Well, hold, how long? But, no, 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 because they say years and years and years, and they talk about birthdays, and they show the Grinch as a child and then an adult. So at least twenty years had passed. Yeah, but we don't know where how the, long we don't know where the snowflake is. The beginning of the movie shows it falling. Right. But here's the thing, though. And the end of the movie shows it falling. <laughs> How long is this? This bothered me so much the other day. And I was like by myself. So me thinking about this was not great. But I just kept thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. <laughs> How long did that? Well, my. How long is time there? Uh, like, is one minute a year in Whoville? Could be. Like, in one. It could be. Maybe. Or like, like I mean, one that's, second a year. That's logical, right? Like, that's a super logical uh, explanation for it. Or there's no summer in Whoville. Or maybe, just maybe, this particular snowflake is in an area where there's perpetual cold and winter, such as Kenora. <laughs> but, I'm thinking it's in a snow globe and we'll never be told that. Oh, shit. Nah. Because then they'd be all Think wet about it, all though. the time. But it's encapsulated in the snowflake. They talk about a whole year. And the only other time Whoville is ever mentioned is in Horton Here's a Who. And that's a different Whoville. Yeah. This, I'm going to have to try and find somebody on the internet who can debunk this for me and hope that my brain doesn't explode before then. All right. Number three for you. Uh, was Elf. And my number three was Home Alone 1, which means we have our last two movies all right and neither have been revealed yet huh should we like uh i think both of our number one is going to be the same maybe maybe not although there's a 50 50 chance (laughs) all right how about this how about this we both guess we have we we have two movies left each we could be right we could be wrong i'm going to guess that your movies are a christmas story and Christmas Vacation. I'm going to have to guess that yours is a Christmas story and Chris, Christmas Vacation. You have gotten one right. Uh, Christmas Vacation. Yes, I know you're not a big fan I, of the Christmas story. so 
And how many of yours did I get right? Oh, both of them. <laughs> but mine has a twist. Mine has a twist because... An Oliver's twist? Which one's your number two? My number two is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I knew it, you sly son of a bitch. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, I, My number two will be revealed shortly. So <laughs> it, I, I thought about this for a long time. Does Christmas Vacation, does that take my number one spot? It is, I remember, what was it? Uh, Superstation would play this 24 hours 24 a day. hours of a Christmas story. <laughs> right. No, no. Now it's 24 uh, hours of a Big Bang Theory. No, Christmas Vacation, they would play at it for 24 hours straight. No, TBS was always a Christmas story, dude. Nah, what was the other one? There's another station. The Turner Movie Classic. Super, Superstation? TMC, maybe? Like or Anyways, I know T- that there was a channel that would play... Uh, Christmas Vacation, twenty four seven. This movie is great. My uh, she who should not be named doesn't really enjoy this one. Um, I don't. I, I guess she just doesn't get the humor or appeal to it. But it's one of those movies that like she'll watch reluctantly because we'll watch it together, and then I'll catch her like doing that like single like huh, <laughs> laugh. I'm like, oh, you laughed. <laughs> still counts. oh the pity laugh yeah still counts but uh yeah that's my uh second uh second movie it's good before christmas during christmas and and just after christmas all right my number one was christmas vacation it's just unequivocally been the christmas movie of my life mm-hmm. and like as soon and i think i appreciated it more when i didn't understand all the jokes but as I get older, I identify with different characters more and more every single time. For me, my second movie is a very large surprise. I watch it every Christmas Eve since this movie has come out. Oh, it's the um, night before. It is the night yeah. before. And I know I knew you knew that. So it's fine. Um, it's just to me, it's some of my favorite comedians all together. It's this movie came out in 2015. It's great. It's a funny movie. It's a good pace for a movie. It keeps you awake. The story's interesting, but it's also like a little bit more alcohol drug fueled. Not saying that I need that in a film, but that's also my kind of sense of humor when it comes to movies that I'm watching throughout the regular year. It's a Seth Rogen movie and it's a good Seth Rogen movie. And it's like, it's it happens the night of Christmas Eve. They're all trying to get to the jingle ball. Miley Cyrus somehow gets involved. There's lots going on. I think I think what I really like about that movie is, is and not just that it's a, it is a good movie. It's very funny. It's got a lot going on. But I think also it resonates a little bit more with older people, right? Because just kind of like what we're doing right now. We're 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 talking about like our favorite christmas movies our past our memories of growing up and stuff like that the traditions that we have and this is uh the night before is a movie of these three friends that are trying to continue a christmas tradition right like it's something that has brought them together every year and i think as we get older you know we lose those connections with our friends and and we if we can we want to you know grasp onto those threads of you know, the past that we could continue on as a tradition. So um, I think that's like one of the things that really makes that movie stand out because it's not just like a stupid comedy. It's it has deeper meaning to it. If you if you look deep enough. 
Yeah, and you know what? It's it leaves the whole campiness of Christmas films, right? Mm-hmm. It changes it changes the order, it changes the direction. And there's like some very memorable parts. And like I know I I I mentioned uh, my my good friend earlier uh in the episode, but I went and saw this movie with her. We saw it with a group of friends, but more specifically her. I remember her reaction to the film. And she was like, this is a holiday movie. I was like, no, this is this movie's literally happening on Christmas Eve. It's like Die Hard, but a comedy. <laughs> it's it rapidly became one of my favorites. I laugh at it every single time. There's sad parts. It's a great movie. Now David finishes off. All right. To no surprise, my number one is A Christmas Story, the 1983 classic, but with a twist. Because last year, the official sequel, or should I say, well, it is a sequel. It's a sequel. It's not a reboot. It, well, it's not a reboot. It's a sequel because it has the original, uh, like Peter, what's his name? Peter Billingsley. Billingsley. Uh, um, You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Peter Billingsley. Uh, it has all like the original cast, other than Darren McGavin, because he's uh, he's since passed. But uh, so, a Christmas Story, nineteen eighty three, the sequel, A Christmas Story, Christmas, came out in two thousand twenty two, and it is surprisingly for a for a movie. That is a sequel to one of the, probably the most well-known classic Christmas movies. A lot of times these things can go poorly. Um, the fact that they brought back a lot of the, the original cast, they're all adults now. Um, and the plot of that, have you seen this one? A Christmas story, Christmas? I haven't. Okay. No. So the, essentially the story is, uh, uh, Randy wants to, uh, he he's trying to write a eulogy, I think it is, or something like that, for his his the old man, his dad, or Ralph. Sorry. Okay. Um, and the he goes back home to his uh, family family home, and it's like the original house and all that stuff. Um, and he's trying to kind of just like reconnect with his friends and family and all that stuff. But ultimately, it's it's a good story of him like reconnecting with his past and kind of like what I said before. It's it's like a story about adults trying to reconnect with some of their, their memories of past Christmases and and those traditions and stuff like that. But what makes this movie so cool is that yes, it's a sequel, but you could also watch it as the, so if you were to watch both, you could watch both movies. One, like you can watch them back to back, right? Right. The second movie, a Christmas story, Christmas, the way it ends, uh, leads directly into the beginning and this isn't really a spoiler or anything like that but it leads directly into the beginning of a christmas story which is super cool because if you watch it right out if you watch a christmas story the 1983 one right after a christmas story christmas it changes how you kind of are perceiving a christmas story yeah because it's no longer a uh, a movie about something that's happening at that moment in time obviously like there's with the narration and everything like that we know that it was like a a reminiscing like a storytelling kind of thing but with the way that the story goes in the sequel 
if you watch the original movie right after, it actually changes your perception of how that movie is and actually makes it, I feel, uh, a little bit more uh, impactful with what has happened in that movie. It's just, it's pretty cool. I would recommend watching it, even if you haven't, uh, if you don't plan to watch both movies back to back, I do think that you should watch A Christmas Story Christmas. Um, it's It sits up there with my number one, just because of the connection with the original movie. But I'm your number one, so Always. awkward. Yeah. Cool. So that's our list. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope there's some movies on that list that you find interesting and you want to watch yourself. I know we gave each other some some ideas to watch. The one movie I was really surprised that neither of us put, and I know it's not often thought as a Christmas movie, but it does deserve a little bit of a nod, is Gremlins. Gremlins was always a Christmas movie, never a Halloween movie, and that's what makes it so awesome. Gizmo is the best. I, uh, there's, there's two movies that, uh, I wanted to just mention that weren't, aren't one I haven't seen, and this is on my to-do list for this year because I think it's so funny. Um, but we would be amiss to, uh, not mention the anti Santa Claus, the anti Christmas Krampus, Krampus, uh, the 2015, uh, version of the movie or of 2015 movie Krampus was actually pretty good. Uh, if you like those uh, kind of horror type movies, but still Christmas. Um, and the one that I'm going to make sure that I watch this year uh, came out last year with our favorite, uh, I guess, what was he? Was he a cop in Stranger Things? Uh, oh, I didn't see that one. With uh, David um, Harbour? Dirty Santa or something? No, Violent Night. There's Bad Santa. Violent Night. Violent Night, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got a, it had pretty good reviews and stuff like that. Uh, what's the story behind this one? Um, I, an elite team of mercenaries mul- breaks into a family compound on Christmas Eve, taking everyone hostage inside. However, they aren't prepared for a surprise combatant Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, uh, it looks good. The other one I want to see is X Misses, the new Robbie Amell, um, Leighton Meester movie that is on Netflix. It's got a lot of positive reviews. I think that's on our list of something to watch this weekend. So we're having a lot of fun just watching Christmas movies and having a good time. But yes, I'd like to see Violet Night. I don't think it's a movie I want to watch in February. Nah, no. I think this is a, like a, a a pre-Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. pre-Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Krampus, not that interested in. I've seen it once. Probably don't ever want to watch it again. That's all right. It's not for everyone. But Bad Santa, on the other hand, now we're talking. Yeah. Cool. That is it for us. That is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you are coming to trivia, every movie that we talked about tonight on at least my list is making it into (laughs) trivia because those are the movies that I've already listed as some of the questions that we have. Uh, We are doing a one note challenge. We might do a reverse challenge with Christmas music because it's harder. Or a finish the lyric. I haven't fully decided yet. I have a little bit of stuff cooking. It's going to be a good time. Remember to bring a donation. Uh, it's going to be probably the most fun night of the year. We we have a lot of fun doing it every single year. It's great. I'm excited to see you all. Thank you so much for listening. For myself. Wow, wow, is very nice. And David. That Hansel's so hot right now. 
We want to thank you all for listening. We hope you liked our recommendations and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. <laughs>